You are listening to Words of Jen, where I read to you one piece of my writing in each and every episode. This is Jen, and you are listening to Words of Jen, the 1997 series. This is episode number 83, and it is called Conflict. You'll see why very soon. I am producing these particular episodes of Words of Jen during NAPOD POMO 2021, which is a time where podcasters create and produce and release an episode of their podcast every day during the month of November. In each of the 1997 series, I have been reading to you a piece of a handwritten journal that I was required to write in 1997 as part of my student teaching experience. And so far, most of it's gone pretty well. If you've been listening along, you already know about the stuff I got up to and lesson plans and all that other stuff. But this day, this particular day was really, really bad. And it was because there was a conflict between what the teacher I was working under as a student teacher thought was the way to do things and the way all of my professors at my university insisted was the right way to do things and I was kind of stuck in the middle. Monday, September 22, 1997. Fifth week of eight and today sucked. Reflection. Today just sucked. But I guess I can't exactly expect everything to be perfect always, and it did take until now to have a day that sucked. One out of 21 days ain't bad. I have no school next Monday and an in-service Friday and no classes that I am expected to teach on Thursday, so I get a break after this. And I think part of the problem was that's 21 days of you know, hit the ground running, make sure everything's as perfect as can be student teaching. And after a while, it gets exhausting and tired. And I think I've mentioned a bit about that, but it wasn't so much the exhaustion level. I think I really did need a break and didn't understand that as I have a tendency to overwork myself in an effort to, well, get around my chronic illnesses, I guess. When I'm well enough, I do it. If it's job related and I have to, I push myself through it. And that's probably what I was doing at this time back in 1997. Why today sucked? It's the first day of the two-week cycle. That means that there are non-stop classes all day. Run, run, run. This is the first day that I begin to teach all classes. Busy, busy, busy. Not everything was prepared due basically to a miscommunication between me and Mr. D. He can be confusing sometimes, and I remember my NIU professors basically giving us the idea that whatever the cooperating teacher's opinion of something is, it best be yours as well. So, even though I could have made a damn good argument about how he was not very clear about this whole prep thing, I didn't bother. It's easier to just be a sheep and get by then argue and risk having everything I worked for taken away due to the crime of having a different opinion. Now to be clear, we did really have a lot of things impressed upon us by the uh, professors 
they kept it very similar. You had to be dressed professionally all the time. They had details on what that meant. You had to have written out lesson plans. The lesson plans had to include specific things, and you had to make sure that every class got all of those specific things. You weren't allowed to have students sitting on the floor. So I was kind of concerned because I had this conflict between what my supervising teacher wanted me to do and what my university professors wanted me to do. And I was scared that if one of them walked in to see how things were going, that I would be doing what they had defined as the wrong thing and I'd lose everything. So that's part of where the stress was in this. I got evaluated again today, which didn't go as well as the first one because of differences in opinion relating to classroom management. Little things, mostly, and all because I was trying to do as my university professors instructed, which is what I am supposed to do. Things like having the kids be seated as they draw. The professors would have a fit if I had kids standing up and they see it. All I need is for the kids to get used to standing up and have the professors walk in and yell at me for it. The one thing that comes to mind from the evaluation that I, for the most part, agreed with was about the visual aids. They may be too small for all the kids to see clearly. I did not get this impression on my own because the kids in the back consistently gave more detailed answers than the kids in the front. Mr. D's idea was to bring the kids in the back up closer and have them sit on the floor. Either that or move the entire class up front on the floor. Two problems with this. One, I tried this with the last class and it was a disaster. The kids were pushing each other non-stop and playing with the table legs and chair legs. This class lacked enough maturity and control to sit for five minutes. Two, if professors walk in and I have kids on the floor, I'm screwed. That's another university professor no-no. My solution was to bring the visuals for the third graders to the center of the room and have everyone stay in their seats. I think my papermaking lesson may be too advanced for first graders. Most of them got it, but some clearly didn't get it. If I do this lesson again, I will try with older students, depending on how the second graders do. Mr. D says I should draw certain things on the board, but that, again, conflicts directly with professors saying don't draw it for them, it will intimidate them. Yet another discrepancy. I am having difficulty seeing the wisdom in trying to cram all four parts of DBAE into one lesson. I see no realistic way to evaluate students this age on art criticism. Mr. D keeps telling me, do less but do it better, which is what the main professor at my university told him when he questioned that same thing. However, he recognizes that if I did less but better, these kids would have completed one project in the eight weeks I was here. I don't see anyone approving of that. Now to be clear, and I'd have to, from memory, DBAE was an acronym for the different parts of teaching we were supposed to do as an art teacher. And I'm pretty sure somewhere in there is art history. I'd have to look it up and I really don't care to right now because as far as I know, maybe that's outdated, but this is what they were pushing at the time in 1997 when it was probably a new and exciting thing. Trying to get all those pieces together in a 30 minute class with a ton of kids and to ensure that every single one of them got to participate by answering a question about whatever the art history type stuff was, was unfeasible. There was not enough time. They could not possibly have done 
even if I dedicated one entire day of teaching just to do the art history stuff and to, like literally like check off names and see who responded in some way that shows they understood something about it would have taken the entire art class and I don't think it would have been interesting or fun for any of the kids in the elementary school. Maybe the sixth graders could have handled it but I didn't think that was something that would go very well there either because none of them had had art, art history focused in their lessons. It was more indirect. But this was the new thing where we all had to teach them art history, and I don't necessarily think it's bad to teach kids art history. I just think the time that I had with them didn't allow for it. You know, I had 47 classes, and I saw each of these kids for 30 minutes once every other week. And sometimes if they were gone for something, like the kids that went to the camp for the nature art stuff, then... I don't know how I would get them to learn that without them being there. You know, there was no means to catch up for the ones that were gone for that sort of thing. But that's where we were to continue. And this actually is a big part of this particular journal entry because I was starting to uh, reconsider my decision. Earlier today, I got scared. I was really thinking, I hate doing this. What scared me is that I believed it. I was thinking that I was one of those people who has this revelation during student teaching that she has wasted tons of money and time putting my effort and soul into teaching art only to discover that I don't want to do it. Then I realized teaching wasn't what I hated. I hate being in a position where people have the ability to take away all I have worked so hard for with the stroke of a pen or lack thereof. It's not fair. I can't wait until I have my degree, and no one can take that away from me. And that was an optimistic thought at the time, so um, <laughs> what eventually happened, uh, I did pass student teaching. I got my degree in art education. What did happen was I ended up being a substitute teacher in the state and the town that I grew up in and moved to somewhere on the west coast of the United States. And as soon as I did that, it was as though my teaching degree had just went poof up in smoke and nothing that I went through or learned or paid for mattered because the new state insisted that I could not be hired as a teacher because I didn't have a degree. I had a degree. I didn't have a degree from their state and they didn't like that so they wanted me to go and take student loans and uh, go into debt to become a teacher in their state. And I was kind of like, no, I'm not doing it twice. I've already paid for this. So uh, to me it feels like as we moved from the Midwest to the West someone was able to take my teaching degree away from me by simply saying, nope, you have to pay us because we didn't get the money that we should have gotten in order for you to have a degree. That other state did, so we're going to make you pay again. And I was like, nope, and was a teacher's aide for a while. So that's the end of this episode with this very bad day. And part of me thinks I should have probably quit then, but it wasn't something I thought was a good idea at that time. I thought, well, I should at least finish this because I really believed I wanted to be a teacher. And I found out later that I'm fairly good at it. But what I didn't like was 
things like having to redo your degree and pay a bunch of money again, even though you already had all the stuff done and had proved you could do it in student teaching, you know, things like that.